Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Missman and Dover Law Firm presents the Miami Heat Audio Experience Postgame Show on the home of the Miami Heat. AM 560 Sports WQAM. FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. Sponsored by UHealth, University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute experts, treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit youhealthsportsmedicine.com. Welcome into the cool down. Live from the Caseya Center, I am Alejandro Solana. The Miami Heat, they will have an incredible task ahead of them and try to do something only one team in the history of the NBA Finals has done, which is come back from a three games to one deficit. They lose tonight, second straight loss at home to the Denver Nuggets, 108 to 95. And uh, the Heat go down three games to one in this series. And it was a tough one. And I'm going to start here, which is where I think, you know, the Heat end up losing the game. Um, Nikola Jokic gets his fifth foul, 924 remaining in the fourth quarter. The Heat were down 10, 86 to 76. Not happy that you're in that situation. I'll get to how they got to that situation in a bit. But this is where you're at. Down 10, 924 remaining in the fourth quarter. This is a team all season long that has been able, especially in the postseason, to come back in those clutch moments in the fourth quarter and no matter the deficit, figure a way, figure out a way to win. And after opening up the fourth on an 8-0 run, this building, they get into it. There's more life and energy from the Heat fans. And you're feeling like, okay, here we go. This is the big heat run that we've been waiting for this entire game. Jokic gets a foul, nine, his fifth foul, 924 remaining in the game, 10-point game. And when he returns to the game, 409 remaining, it was 96-87 Denver. And it's kind of been an issue all series long, the Heat not being able to take advantage of non-Jokic minutes for the Denver Nuggets. And tonight, it really hurt them. It really hurt them. With under five to play, there was a, a a bit of a heat run through that period where this place goes absolutely nuts. And then something really weird happens, a bizarre scene here at the Kaseya Center 
where Bam Adebayo goes up for a dunk. Heat were down nine. They needed a bucket there, and the ball rims out. He's called for hanging on the rim, and there was a stoppage of play here at the Kaseya Center because it appeared like when Bam hung on the rim, the rim actually tilted to the side. So they had to bring a ladder out. It took about five, six minutes, a total stoppage of play so that they could bring out a level and make sure that the rim and the basket were leveled as they should be. And then after the players took the court again, there was another stoppage of play because behind the heat bench, a fan appeared to have, uh, appeared to have actually fallen down and needed medical assistance. She was stretchered off. So after about 10, 12 minutes, and obviously I hope she's, she's okay, but after 10, 12 minutes of a stoppage of play, the Heat still have Jokic on the bench, and they still have an opportunity here to make something happen. And they continue to get stops. off uh, Defensively, this Heat team were getting stops during this run, which is all you can ask for against a Nuggets team that doesn't have their best player out on the floor. Three straight possessions with under five minutes left, a nine-point game, the Heat were unable to get any points. First, a Jimmy Butler turnover under the rim. Then, bam, guarded by Contavious Caldwell-Pope, misses a bunny right next to the rim. And then after another stop, forcing Murray into a tough shot, Duncan Robinson comes down the other floor, and he was great tonight. He really was. He's probably been the Heat's second or third best player in this series. He's called for a travel. At that dead ball, Jokic checks back into the game. And it's a nine-point game. 406 remaining, 96-87 Denver. The Heat had their window, about four minutes, to cut the deficit, put themselves in a better position to win the game, take advantage of the best player in the world not being out on the floor because of foul trouble, and they just couldn't put points together. And when you can't score, and you only score a combined 44 points in the second half tonight, against this Nuggets team. You fail to reach 95 points again against this Nuggets team. This is a situation that you find yourself in, down three games to one. I love the Heat's energy tonight. I don't think, you know, after game three, there was certainly some conversations, and I had it here on the cooldown, where you questioned the Heat's energy. You questioned their lack of hustle, and it was directly reflected on the score sheet, right? In the box score, where the Heat... We're out-rebounded by 25. Denver took it to them down low. They had almost 30 more points in the paint than Miami did in Game 3. Tonight, I don't think that was the case. Nuggets had only two more points in the paint than Miami, and the Heat out-rebounded Denver tonight. But your shooters didn't show up again. 8 of 25, only 32% from deep for this Heat team. And tonight, Denver, they got some solid contributions. It wasn't just... Murray and Jokic like it was the other night. I mean, Aaron Gordon lit you up, lit you up in that second quarter. He had 11 field goals tonight, 27 points for Aaron Gordon. 11 field goals from Aaron Gordon is, is, is just unbelievable. And then Bruce Brown, late in this game, he had over 10 points in the fourth quarter. He was 8 of 11 and just killed you in the fourth quarter. And I think that's the most unfortunate part where you knew Jokic and Murray, you knew what they were capable of, and they put on a show the other night here in Game 3. But tonight, this Nuggets team that a lot of people have overlooked, they came in here and they showed you it's not just two guys. It really is a unit that is playing 
excellent basketball. And you got some really solid contributions tonight. Kyle Lowry stepped in a huge way. Gabe Vincent, once again, dealing with foul trouble. Gabe Vincent, one of six, just two points, second straight game where he just cannot find any sort of rhythm. And Kyle Lowry steps up and, and gives you really, really good minutes off the bench. He had 13 points tonight. And then Kevin Love, at one point, late third, early fourth quarter, he needed a spark, and he was able to knock down a couple three-pointers. He got into the rim for an and one at one point. And, and Jimmy and Bam, again, I can't question their effort because I, I think they approached this game the right way. Jimmy Butler getting into the rim. You saw more attempts in the paint tonight from Jimmy Butler than you've seen in a very long time since he rolled that ankle when Josh Hart ran into him up in New York. And Bam Adebayo on both ends again. I mean, he was 8 of 18 tonight. Not the most efficient night, but he had his double-double. He was playing really, really good basketball. At the end of the day, and this is what I think we were all afraid of at some point, the Heat shooting just couldn't keep up. They just couldn't keep up. This became a game, especially in the fourth quarter, of making shots, shot-making, converting, executing by knocking down a couple jumpers. And Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, and Nikola Jokic were able to do that. Even Jeff Green got in his first field goal late, which was a pretty dagger three for the Miami Heat. And the Heat just couldn't buy a bucket. They go through these stretches where they just could not buy a bucket. It was a bit of what we saw during the regular season. And unfortunately, at the worst time of the season for this to happen, it's come back and sort of bit them in the behind here in the NBA Finals. So now the Heat find themselves in this situation, down three games to one. The message from Coach Spo was that they're going to take it one game at a time. The message from Bam Adebayo, they take it one game at a time. The message from Jimmy Butler, they take it one game at a time. And that's obviously how this team is going to approach it. That's obviously how they need to approach it. The main, mess, the, the main goal should be getting back to Miami for a game six. Question is, how do you do it? How do you go into Denver where they've only lost one game in this postseason on their home floor was the Miami Heat in game two and get it done when everything that was working for you to get to this point doesn't seem to be happening at that same efficiency, at that same rate. And obviously three-point shooting, a major part of that right now for this Miami Heat team. As I mentioned, only one team in the history of the league is that 2016 LeBron James-led Cleveland Cavaliers team has come back down three games to one in an NBA Finals series. The Miami Heat are going to try to make it too. We're going to continue to discuss what transpired here tonight. Tommy Tig will join us in the next segment, open to go down to the Heat's locker room and hear from some, uh, some more of the Miami Heat players as well. Your final score tonight, Game 4 of the NBA Finals, Denver tops Miami 108-95. to I'm Alejandro Solana. This is The Cool Down. You're listening to 560 WQAM. Let's get back to the Heat Post Game Show on WQAM. Presented by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. On the home of the Heat. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Sponsored by UHealth. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. Welcome back to the cool down. Solana here live from the Kaseya Center. Your final score tonight. Unfortunately, the Heat do lose 108-95. to They now trail the Denver Nuggets three games to one in the NBA Finals. Pretty bizarre 
um, that the Miami Heat have not won an NBA Finals game here on their home floor since 2013 when they won a Game 7 against the San Antonio Spurs. They lost both games in that 2014 series to the San Antonio Spurs uh, here, Games 3 and 4. And then they lost in five, of course, on the road in San Antonio. Their only win in that series was in San Antonio, I believe, Game 2. Tommy would definitely, yeah, Tommy's giving me the, uh, the number two. And then, of course, 2020, their most recent trip to the NBA Finals prior to this year was in the NBA bubble. No games were outside of that bubble in Orlando. So the Heat, all season long, very good at home. And the Nuggets, all season long, below 500 records, struggled away from Denver. And Heat couldn't get it done here on their home floor in either games three or four, which is why they now face an uphill battle. Very tough mountain to climb, which is to come back against a team that at this point certainly you feel like has outplayed them through most of these games. And uh, and game two, Miami had that excellent fourth quarter, and there's been spurts with this Heat team where you really feel like they can put it together like it's the team we saw take down Milwaukee, take down Boston in that game seven on the road at TD Garden, but they just can't consistently keep up with this team. A lot of defensive lapses in the fourth quarter. Obviously, the three-point shooting has hurt them as well the last two nights, and something that is uh, is a bit unorthodox for this team. I mean, 15 turnovers tonight is just way too many. Bam out of bio alone. I, I, love, I, I love what Bam gave you tonight. Um, there were definitely some moments in late in the fourth quarter that just he could, couldn't put the ball in the rim and had some uh, some lapses offensively. But overall, he's been your best player in this series. He had a dunk tonight where he just raised above everybody, brought the house down, but eight turnovers from Bam Adebayo, just not the time to be turning the ball over eight times. You cannot give away possessions to this Denver Nuggets team. If you look at Total field goals taken tonight. And Denver, by the way, only had six turnovers. Something that he pride themselves on their defense is forcing turnovers, getting out in the transition. They just didn't have those opportunities tonight. Just 12 points on the fast break for Miami. But when you look at total number of field goals taken by the Heat tonight, 77 compared to 79 with the Denver Nuggets, the Heat did their job defensively, holding this team to just 108 points. Second straight game that... Denver isn't in the 115, 120s, which is what you're used to. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. From them. And the Heat giving the ball away tonight costs them because if you take away half of those turnovers, that at least generates seven to eight more field goal opportunities. And you're looking at a totally different outcome tonight if the Heat can convert on at least some of those field goal opportunities. They wouldn't have been in that hole down 10 in the fourth quarter. We're going to hear from Kevin Love in a minute, but first I'm going to slide over here on press row and check in with Tommy Tag. some final thoughts. Tommy, obviously not the outcome we wanted. I'm going to get to Kevin Love here, and I wanted to mention him because there were a couple individual efforts tonight. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, of course. I know it's not the Jimmy Butler that we saw in first in, in that first round against Milwaukee, um, and I know a lot of people are frustrated with that Tommy Tig, but he still played a pretty good game tonight. I thought early on his game plan was excellent, trying to get into the rim, trying to get into the paint, rather, getting his shots, getting to his spots around the rim, which is what you want from Jimmy Butler. But there were moments tonight from Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry where all season long we talked about their championship pedigree, especially all postseason long, that Spo's going to keep going to them because they've been in these moments. And, and you saw that tonight individually from Kyle Lowry. Gabe goes to the bench. Lowry comes in, gives you really solid minutes, banked in a three-pointer at one point, got a little lucky, but that was part of a nice run in the second quarter from the Heat, getting into the paint. He had six free-throw attempts tonight as well, knocked down all six, and then Kevin Love in the fourth, early in that fourth when the Heat go on that 8-0 run, they needed some sort of spark. A couple nights ago, it was Duncan Robinson to start the fourth tonight. It was Kevin Love. Well, it was really nice to see that uh, you got contributions from those players because how highly their teammates speak of them and the coaching staff with the great job they're doing behind the scenes that not many people think about. A lot of people just look and say, oh, Kevin Love's averaging seven points and six rebounds a game, and Kyle Lowry's doing what he's doing, whatever it is, 12, 13 points a game and maybe four or five assists. But they're doing so much, sort of like Udonis Haslam. I know they play a lot more than UD does, but they're able to be mentors for the most part. Players look up to players who've won championships, whether it's UD with three, Kevin with one, Kyle with one. And it's just nice to see them able to do certain things out on the floor. This is a very good Denver team. Take nothing away from anything they've done that maybe, you know, they could have played this uh, Heat team just like they did the Lakers and taken them out in four. But Miami's played them tough at certain times. It's unfortunate the positions that they've placed themselves in. But getting back to your first point with Jimmy Butler, I just think so many people expect Jimmy Butler to be quote-unquote playoff Jimmy every single night, that he's going to have that 56, 42-point game or the 47 he had in Boston. And it's unfortunate because the other team's trying to stop him. And this is a very good defensive team we're seeing out there. This is probably, Alejandro, the best team in the league. If they go on and win the NBA championship in either game five, six, or it goes all the way to seven, they're going to prove that they've been the best team all over. You know, they, they would have given Milwaukee, Boston, the same teams that Miami beat, a run for their money if they were in that position. So I don't think anybody needs to hear the idea that, oh, you play the number eight C. I don't think people are thinking of it that way. I think they're just playing much better, especially in these last couple of games. Yeah, and I'm reading here comments from, from Nikola Jokic where he's saying, we respect them, we respect them a lot. We as a group are going to give them the respect they deserve, and we're going to play like the first game of the series. It's a must win. And I think that that is shown right it's reflected 
on the court that these Absolutely. two teams have a ton of ref, uh, respect for each other because the Nuggets never seem to turn it down. Even the other night in Game 3, they had a pretty sizable lead in the fourth, and, and Michael Malone refused to take out his starters, not because he was trying to send some message or whatever, but I think it was because he knows how dangerous this Heat team is, and we saw it, right, where Duncan Robinson in Game 3 had a couple three-pointers. Brought him back and, within nine. And with a, a minute 44 left in the game, it's a nine-point game, right. and all of a sudden you're saying, whoa, you're still in this one. Yeah. Um, but, but Tommy, you know, I, I, I find it interesting from this Nuggets team that they're able to win in different ways, a lot like the Heat were during this postseason run. What did they do in Game 3 that, you know, obviously limited Miami? It was the way that they attacked down low. They're able to just score over th- almost 30 more points down low in the paint than Miami and just absolutely dominate them in the rebounding category. And tonight, they don't do that, right? Tonight, they come out, they show you they can knock down three-pointers. They hit 50% tonight from three, 14 of 28. Aaron Gordon goes for 27. Bruce Brown goes for 21. I mean, this team, it, it almost seems like they've outmatched Miami a little bit with their depth and with their ability to play in different styles. And to me, when Jokic goes to the bench, I keep harping on that because he goes to the bench for four and a half minutes, best player in the world. And they don't skip a beat defensively, not offensively, defensively. I think it tells a lot of the story of what transpired tonight because when he goes to the bench, you should be thrilled about that opportunity. And Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown, uh, Jeff Green, they got stop after stop after stop, and Miami couldn't score on them. Well, it's something that I talked about in the network portion that uh, teams don't win championships based on one or two players in the NBA. Granted, you had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, sure, but John Paxson hit some shots, you know. Different guys made plays. Dennis Rodman, every once in a while, championship teams will have that happen. Maybe not to the same ilk of the LeBrons and the Kyrie Irvings when they did it in Cleveland, or LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh here and Ray Allen. You know, there are secondary players who will come up and do some certain things. I think a lot of people thought Michael Porter would be much more of a factor, and so far he hasn't been in the series, yet Aaron Gordon played well to start off the series, setting a tone in the first game, and played his best game in tonight's game when you needed them to do that. So there's so many different people that were able to contribute for this club. Bruce Brown, that says an awful lot. This guy's a journeyman, but he's been able to stay in the league by doing the little things well, and tonight was just one of those nights. 21 points coming off the bench for him really says something about the depth that this club has. So I'm not the least bit surprised that Denver was able to do this. I mean, think back to earlier in the season, regular season. I know we don't take that much out of it. Eight guys were in double figures in one game against the Heat, seven in another game. They've won by being a very good team, led by two of the best players in the league. And one of the guys that, you know, for Miami, we mentioned – the, the lack of production from the backcourt the other night. And I think foul trouble had a lot to do with it with Gabe Vincent. Uh, but Max tonight, 0 for 4. I'm just reading here some of his comments. He's being very hard on himself. Well, he always well. is. He always yeah. is. Uh, but but Gabe, once again, in foul trouble, that that's a huge loss for the Heat, right? Not, oh. not having their backcourt be able to produce, but specifically Gabe Vincent not being on the floor in general, I think is a huge loss for the Heat. And I know I'm praising Kyle Lowry here and, and the effort he gave and and you love to see that from your backup point guard. But Gabe Vincent has been such a, a, a claw in, in what the Heat are, are, are able to do. And, uh, and you know, there, there's a, a certain amount of grit that he plays with as well that I think really amps his team up. It fits perfectly with what this team is trying to do and how they're built. And not having him out there because of foul trouble early on, not allowing him to get into a rhythm, and then him finishing one of six with two points, I think, you know, it really throws a wrench 
into this Heat offense in general. Well, I agree with it to a point, but I do understand, you know, Gabe Vincent has been really good in these playoffs. How many 20-point games he's had, I don't know them off the top of my head, but he said, you know, I think a lot of people surprised a lot of people with the way that he played in the Milwaukee series as consistent as he was, played good again in New York, played in the Boston series well, and uh, had a good game in the first couple of games, you know, in this series. He did not play well here, but that's going to happen because the other team is out there trying to stop you. And when your entire team is getting like 90 something points per game in this series, it starts to revert back to what we saw in the regular season. Unfortunately, that you saw the inconsistencies from so many different players. It's just, the wrong time to have it happen, but it takes nothing away from the players. I hope they don't feel like they're the reason because they shot two of 10 from the field as to why they lost tonight's game. It's not the reason. The reason they're here, they're two of the major factors. They've started every single game out there. They deserve the credit that they deserve. I'm not saying this season is over just yet. We'll wait till whenever that happens to start looking back on who's done what over the course of the year. But, you know, give Denver credit for what they were able to do defensively to stop some of Miami's better players. Yeah, no, it's hard not to. Tommy Tig, thank you very much. Uh, series not over, as no. you just mentioned. We have another game on at Monday least one. night. At least one. At least one more. That's right. Um, and I don't think anybody in the world at this point would be shocked if the Heat could bring it back Thursday night here at the Caseya Center. I plan on I've got nothing to do next Thursday. Yeah, I've definitely. left it open. <laughs> Tommy Tig, thanks, appreciate Alejandro. it. Um. On the other side, we will hear from Kevin Love. I'm hoping to get some Max Struess audio as well. Again, the final score tonight, 108-95. to The Miami Heat do not get it done on their home floor, as Tommy just mentioned. At least one more Monday night in Denver. I'm Alejandro Solana, live from the Caseya Center. The cooldown continues next on your home for Heat basketball, 560 WQAM. Welcome back to the Heat Post Game Show on WQAM. Presented by DeVesman and Dover Law Firm. On the home of the Heat, AM 560 Sports, WQAM, FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Sponsored by UHealth. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. The Miami Heat lose tonight. Game four of the NBA Finals. It's a tough one, Heat Nation. I'm with you, man. It's a tough one because in game three, you kind of went away from it feeling like, all right, play a little bit better, knock down some more threes, rebound the basketball better, do what the Heat are used to doing, which is just playing more physical, more effort, more hustle. Feel like you're good. And then tonight, you kind of just feel like the Denver Nuggets outplayed you no matter what you threw at them. And that's not a good spot to be in. It's really not. And uh, it just feels like this this Nuggets team has has has, has been a better match, uh, has outmatched the Miami Heat. And again, that's just not where you want to be. Down three games to one, obviously, but feeling like no matter what you've thrown at this team, they've been able to respond and be better. So it's not over yet. Just have to win three straight games. And it is going to be very, very tough for this Heat team. But there's ever a team to do it. It's this group of dudes that continues to defy the odds time after time this postseason. It's the eighth seed that nobody expected to be here after they lose a playing game to Atlanta and somehow, some way, have found themselves in the NBA Finals. You can't give up yet, Heat Nation. You still got to have some guts in you. As Pat Riley said, get a grip. Anyways, let's go out to the Heat locker room. Let's hear from Max Struess. Didn't play well tonight. Hasn't played well the past couple of games. He was 0-4 tonight. Played just 19 minutes. No points. He was minus 7. 
Max Drews here talking about his game from the Heat's locker room. We're clean tonight. Max? Yep. Just not going in. Yep. How tough are you on yourself? I mean, you've been through a lot. You've made a career out of being an underdog. You've had great moments. How tough are you on yourself after these couple of games? Can you tell? Looks like it's affecting you. Yeah, no, I'm pretty disappointed, but... uh... Sitting here and sulking about it's not going to do anything. Uh, Got to toughen up uh, and bounce back. Um, just look for the look forward to the next opportunity um, and just try to stay positive. All right, thank you. That's Max Struess there, obviously. A little, uh, little beaten up there after his game tonight. Not, not a good one from Max, but, man, game two came out. Knocked down four triples in the first quarter. You could definitely use that in game five, get off to a hot start again. If you're this heat team, that would be pivotal for them. Another guy who did contribute tonight in a big way. Kevin Love started the game. Once again, he was four of six from the field, knocked down three trade balls. He had 12 points. Here are his comments from the locker room. Kevin, after game three, a lot of you guys talked about effort and intention. How did you feel that was versus execution in this game four loss? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was there. Um, at the end of the day, they just made more plays than we did. Um, obviously, Brown had a huge impact on the game. Gordon as well. Um, we felt uh, getting Jokic into foul trouble was was to our advantage. Um, but, uh, you know, we just couldn't get over the top. We, we gave ourselves a chance. We got within striking distance. And, again, <clears throat> excuse me, on both sides of the ball, they just made more plays. Like you said, it was really the role players for them. You guys did a good job of slowing down Jokic and Murray. So in a game like that, how much do you just sort of leave up to the other team made more plays? Uh, they're a very good team. Uh, they're here for a reason. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they, they have a number of guys on that team that can um, you know, play both sides of the ball, make big impacts. Uh, you know, it was Brown last game. Um, you know, they had a couple guys this game, a few big shots. Even Green hit that shot in the corner. Uh, just a number of guys making big plays on that side. Uh, you know, like I said, as well as the defensive end. But um, we just have to regroup, um, you know, and try and, uh, and you know, push the series back here. Kevin, um, we'll Kevin, go from there. Kevin, you've been in a 3 1 hole in the finals before. It worked out pretty good that time. Is there a message for the team? Is there anything you can draw upon from that experience? Um, just like we say here, stay in the saddle. Um, we know that anything can happen, has been done before. Um, you know, in a conference final and final and finals, we've we've been a part of that, or I've been a part of that, excuse me. And, um, you know, you really just have to take it one possession at a time. Uh, forget the game. It's just one possession, one quarter. Half by half, um, and just get it done by any means necessary, and we'll figure the rest out. Kevin, where were you in that run that you had there in the third quarter, really sparking the team? Um, did you expect to come back in, um, and just what did you think that brought there in the third quarter? Uh, just wanted to provide energy. I thought Kyle did a great job in the first half, coming off the bench, giving another spark as well. Um, you know, guys just stepping up throughout our lineup. Um, that's what I did in the third quarter. Shot my shots that were there, um, and. Try to rebound the basketball as much as I could and then just stay ready. It's a great question there by uh, by Brendan Tobin at the very end who sent us that audio and also by Ethan Skolnick. Kevin Love, part of the only team who's ever come back down three games to one in the NBA Finals there. So, um, again, going to be an uphill battle for this Heat team, but just got to get one and then you come back on your home floor. I like the Heat not losing three straight 
on their home floor in one series. So you just got to get one, go up to Denver, get one, and hopefully keep this series alive. That's going to do it for us here at the Kaseya Center. Again, your final score tonight. Unfortunately, Heat lose big again, 108-95. to Denver just one win away from their first ever NBA final. Our next Miami Heat broadcast, Monday, 8.30 p.m., Game 5, 7 p.m., Preheat begins all your coverage on your home for Heat Basketball, 560 WQAM. Don't forget tomorrow, the Florida Panthers, game four. You can hear it right here on QAM as well. They're going to try to even up the series versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. with Kevin Rogers and Doug Plagans. And then Doug Plagans and Billy Lindsay will be on the call, 8 p.m. puck drop. Thank you very much to our producers tonight, Jimmy Garcia and Dan Day. Much deserved weekend for them. Listen to Dan Day tomorrow, 12 to 4, Sports Day on QAM. Before that, it's Tommy Tighe, 10 a.m., Heat Weekly on QAM and along the Miami Heat Radio Network. I appreciate everybody who tuned in. It's been a pleasure these past couple days here at the Kaseya Center. Gary Abar, our engineer, I appreciate you very much. So Jax and Amy were excellent on tonight's broadcast. Safe travels to them out to Denver. This has been the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. Hopefully, we'll be back here from the Kaseya Center. But before that, Game 5 on Monday night. Have a safe weekend, everybody, and we will speak Monday. This is 560 WQAM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.